podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, and on this week's Foot Weekly podcast, we get into loads of foot birthday chat, plenty of players to review, including the French Messi, a five-star skills centre-back, and why this might be the best promo of the year, even if you're not French, plus discussion on why these endgame cards could cause a drop to icons, what's going on with the market as we head into Team of the Season, and much more. This is the Foot Weekly podcast brought to you by our patrons. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to week 29 of the Foot Weekly podcast. It's a very experienced lineup this week and leading that lineup is Japes, who's returning after break. How was that for you? The break was delightful, I think. I think it was delightful. I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm bummed that I missed Zui and Ian, two of my favorite yeah. people in the foot community. But, uh-huh. you know, I did some barbecuing as you do, so that's always nice. But pumped to be back on the pod, although I wish there was Weekend League for me to discuss. But I forgot to register in time, which is... Uh, Something that I will gladly talk about later on in the episode. Nice. Um, and we've also got Matt, who hasn't actually been on for a while, Matt, for trading, have you? But it's great to welcome you back. This is true, you know. Glad to be back on the pod, keeping me busy during uh, during isolation. Mm. And we've also got another pretty regular guest. It is Scoldy. Scoldy, how are we doing? I'm really good. It's, I'm glad to be back on the podcast again. So we're yeah. keeping grinding you weekly as usual. Yeah, you, you've been, was, we should say, you know, Scoldy is a, a pro FIFA coach and uh, manages or runs and owns an eSports team, but you have been having a lot of fun in Weekend League at the moment, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a little bit more fun, you know, this kind of like foot birthday card, getting the five-star skillers, it's, it gives the, the game a little extra spice now, but, you know, I'm trying to, to change up a little bit, but still seems like the good old Weekend League where you got to try hard to, to win the games. And actually, talking of what's come out in the past week, I wanted to just start off by talking about what players we've used. We did this last week with Zway and Ian. And we we reviewed quite a lot of players actually across that podcast. And we'll do a few more here because I know there are plenty that people want to know about. Actually, Japes, why don't you start us off? Because uh, I know you used Griezmann, who was last week's player, but here's a, here's a big one. Yeah, I got my hands on Griezmann. I think I've played a grand total of five or so games with him. And he is so much fun. Like mm. he feels... I, Griezmann for years kind of has this like knack on ultimate team i don't know what it is but he's like a really just fun good solid player to use the problem with griezmann more often than not is the weak foot is what's let him down and so if you slap a hunter chem style on him he is just an absolute terror i love the high high work rates and his right foot his finishing is just like amazing he has a finesse shot trade as well so some really good traits in there and just a just a ton of fun to use by far my favorite foot birthday card that i've gotten my hands on an interesting thing about these cards is i know definitely obviously the five star skills has worked anyone who has five star skills does have five star skills and it works but there's been some rumors that maybe the weak foot isn't working correctly but uh di maria is the best example presumably of a player who's had their weak foot upgraded because he went from two star to five star and that di maria card does look pretty damn good considering that upgrade which was really holding back his other cards i've used him and is his weak foot all right yeah his his weak foot's all right i mean it feels like a five-star weak foot so i guess i should just like leave it at that but i think so here's the thing and mentally this has been messing with me with ozil and griezmann and di maria i still find myself wanting to set them up on their left foot and when I set them up for a shot on their right foot, I just expect it to not be as good because it's like, oh, why did I do that? Why did I set Di Maria up on his right foot? I know better than that. Even though every time that I do it, it turns out fine and it's like a pretty nice shot. So I, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those things where I um, it's just a. Uh, I think it's just a mental thing that people are struggling mm-hmm. with because you're just not used to seeing a player like Di Maria do that. Whereas like Ben Yedder, who's had five-star week for, from the beginning, you uh, 
like expect it to be totally fine like you expect it to feel like a five-star weak foot and in the same token the reason i think these cards are so fun and like a player like Di maria specifically is so great to have in your team is because people still when they defend and see against Di maria they forget that it was foot birthday Di maria in the squad screen so they still defend him as mm. if he is a uh, just a two-star weak foot and so it, it sets up some really interesting opportunities I did want to raise a, an interesting point though on the on the whole weak foot thing because I, I saw this a lot in the first set when people were talking about that Mbappe because obviously he's a he's a very expensive player you know he's pretty much around the price of his team of the year card so people clearly valuing that that five star weak foot very heavily but I don't know I still think because we always refer to weak foot and you know we call it strong foot. But in foot, it's actually called preferred foot. So I don't know whether there's like a tendency for players to, you know, favor their strong foot more in certain situations. I know people have like mm. outside of the foot trait, which obviously it makes them favor their their strong foot on the outside, you know, when shooting like near post and things like that. So I don't know. I think obviously, you know, with Di Maria, a two-star weak foot compared to a five-star weak foot, it's, it's night and day. And obviously there's a big difference there. But I still think, obviously, you know, that, that strong foot does feel a lot better in certain situations. So, yeah, mm. I'm still a little bit sort of... There's still a need to be sold for me on the on the five-star weak foot upgrades. Yeah, certainly I've heard quite mixed things about that Mbappe being better or worse than the team of the year, right? Because a few people have said, oh, he's better because he's got five-star weak foot, the foot birthday one. But the team of the year has wildly better stats than the, than the foot birthday one, especially in kind of strength and uh, passing and things like that. So there is this thing of like, well, you know, can it really make that much of a difference? Because ultimately it's only half of the time when you've got it on their left that it's it's having an impact. So, or maybe even less, especially if you're preferring the strong foot by instinct. I wanted to quickly talk about the objective and... SBC players we've had objectives first I know Jape seeing as you didn't qualify you probably had a bit of time to play some objectives um did you manage to complete any so I haven't completed Bakayoko yet I'm I'm very close and I felt like this is like the going to be the easiest objective that I've ever completed because I have plethora of French attackers in my squad already that line up as midfielders to get chemistry so like his card is one of the easiest probably objectives to complete by just playing the game. Yeah, well, actually, James, I think the one difficult one there is score and assist in seven separate rivals wins using midfielders with a minimum four-star weak foot, which sounds like a massive mouthful. But actually, I think because if you're playing something like the four-five-one, most players you're, you're setting up with are going to be midfielders and four-star weak foot is pretty common, really. Anyone who's playing competitively or, or seriously knows that, that you want to have four-star weak foot on your attackers. Yeah, I I mean, I had, like, Mbappe and Griezmann set up as, like, attacking mids, and it just was very simple. And, like, honestly, though, if you set up your team with a bunch of French players, and, like, if you play a 4-2-3-1 normally, which I know many people do, set up with French players as your striker and center attacking mid that default start in your formation as midfielders like you're gonna get this easy peasy yeah and actually talking of um french players there's been a lot hasn't there i mean i don't know what's going on here but it's something like is it 11 french players in this yeah 11 french foot birthday players across the two weeks do you want to guess what the next most common nation is uh probably germany yeah. or something in it uh, yeah, Matt's got it with Germany there. And that's only five. You compare that to the third most frequent, which is Argentinian, that's three. So That's wild. It's like mad how mm. many more French are. And then the number of nations with only one. I mean, the, there are big ones like Belgium, England, the Netherlands, Spain. All of those have just one for birthday player. So I don't know what the reason for the, <laughs> the French focus is. I don't know whether... They've had someone out doing the metrics on what people buy packs for, and maybe it is the French that people really go in for, I guess. But strange that there's been such a skew towards one nation, thanks to also ran for sending those stats in. And what do you make of this promo then, uh, apart from the abundance of French players, japes overall? I like the promo. You know, it fits a lot of my criteria for making unusable cards usable, and there are a lot of cards that become very usable because of this promo you know you might you could say Di Maria was usable before with his what was his moments card or I don't know whatever whatever that card was um mm. 
But like a five-star weak foot Di Maria is very usable. A five-star weak foot Bale, I think, you know, he's two million coins or whatever. So you're going to start seeing Gareth Bale, uh, which is fun. And a player that I personally would like to see or come up against and one that I've got my eyes on using. Now that's probably more due to the fact that my default celebration is the golf swing. So uh, <laughs> he, he fits right into my squad from that sense. But so as a whole, though, I think it's good. I think um, I would have still liked to have seen the player selection kind of expanded like you know Griezmann a card that makes a ton of sense I'm even maybe okay with Di Maria but like Sissoko Mbappe is the biggest one to me that it's like but why you know but like but why it really felt unnecessary uh for me to to have Mbappe in this team or in the original team I don't know still as a whole I think it's great you know, Bellarabi is like a great player. Bakayoko, a player who defined foot for a long time or for one entire like cycle of the game. Great inclusion. Um, Hernandez, both of them are like, okay. Uh, I would have liked to have seen like Tiago Silva in here, um, a card like that, or some of the Brazilian, giving some of the Brazilian like backline five-star weak foots, that type of thing. They could have done a little bit better with player section but i think they're they're starting to do a better job of balancing those like huge big name players that people frankly just absolutely adore seeing every special card that comes out for i.e a ben yetter mbappe that type of thing obviously ben yetter wasn't in this promo he's in shapeshifters but still not like off name players but um, not currently meta ones i guess yeah. yeah not currently meta ones that could become very useful i think there's they're starting to do a better job balancing that i don't think they're quite there but it's it's getting better i think one of the things that's been increasingly a shame this year though is really in these promos not seeing love for some of the smaller leagues i mean we really haven't seen anything in foot birthday around that yeah i that's that's totally true um and i think this year they've largely minus the libertadores promo have ignored any any league outside like to to maybe an extreme level like we've never seen before i think as a whole i don't mind if they are giving if there there's like a higher focus on the big five leagues and making you know more usable cards from those leagues so that you can vary what the teams look like from those leagues because let's be i mean people are going to pick those teams or players Mm. anyway more often than not yeah that's true and i guess also with the like icon swap objectives focus certainly for sbcs i feel like they've they've gone for that haven't they to to get people to do those because they'll also fit into their first owner team i think that is true for sbcs but then really for the promo players i'd expect more in off leagues but but matt how have you found this uh for birthday promo so far i think japes has nailed it you know it's it's made unusable or less usable players usable again it's added uh, a few really nice special cards to players that haven't previously received any special cards, you know, due to injury or or poor performances. You know, getting a Pogba in there, I think, is a, a really good plus. You know, sells packs for them, and it's a it's a special card for someone that we didn't have a card for before. Um, but yeah, I think the the weak foot and school move upgrades have been like they've been a really good uh, sort of selling point for this promo. You know, people were wondering what they were going to do when they've already had a sort of position change promo but i think a skill move week for upgrade promotion's been the really good way to go and i think it's it's fallen in a, a good point of the year as well you know got big boosts to these cards they're sort of matching the power curve of ultimate team a lot of people using these cards in weekend league yeah as i think about this promo i'm like so sad that this like five star weak foot upgrade didn't exist for robin in previous years because oh my yeah, gosh yeah. what a what an amazing card that would have been but the the weak yeah. foot upgrade and the skill move upgrade like what a great concept for a promo mm. and so it's just you know it's just really fun because i've never seen people add more variety to their team than i have now yeah and my theory around this is that what they do now with foot birthday and they did it last year is test an idea for a promo because it's foot birthday and people like it anyway and you know they can go for your flashback players and those kind of things to make it exciting and then test out something like skill move week for upgrades just to see how it goes and what people think and what the response is whether it increases sales and then like they did with shapeshifters this promo will be its own promo next year and foot birthday will be used to to do something else my prediction would be that it will be 
individual stat upgrades might be the one next year so you know massive boost to long shots on certain cards things like that if they can get the technology sorted but yeah sorry scoldy uh, i wanted to come to you actually because one of the questions that we had from tenacious c is which foot birthday cards are end game cards you've used quite a few which ones could you see people using towards the end i would say the uh, if we're talking about lower budget i would say the uh, if you're looking at the cancelo card because it's a really solid right back uh, five star skills and he's never stepping one foot wrong for me at all otherwise it's of course the the mbappe which is i would say it's like the, the r9 junior uh, and as well i like the i like the rashford card as well i've used him a little i was a little bit skeptical in the start when using him but he's a, he's a clinical finisher he scores everything Plus, with having that five-star, five-star combo, it's uh, I would say it's going to be endgame as well if if you're if you enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think they're good ones. I want to just point out one card which definitely wasn't endgame because you know it's always good to cover the SBCs that have come out. That Biambiani card, like what? How can you do a skill move promo then do a flashback card with three-star weak for three-star skills? It just it just seems so strange that that card even came out at this point it's so odd i mean i found myself being like oh i see what you're trying to do here but like the execution just felt so poor yeah even if they made him four star four star that would have been like such a difference and i think i don't know just trying to buff up the french player numbers aren't they i mean it just i, I would say the biggest problem with this one is it's how overpriced it is i think it's about 130k to complete while the the tarap one was like 30 40k i think yeah yeah so you know nobody want to pay 130k for a for a card in Serie b with three star skill moves three star weak foot it's it's really no you know you can go and pick up a lot better players on the market for that coins yeah but the thing for me that's like wild is like why not give him the five star weak foot and like make him another Ryan Kent card or something, or you know, or give him like five star skills. Like Ryan Kent already exists. Mm. And also, if you but, kept but like, the others at three star, like kept it three star week four, uh, three yeah, star skills, one or the other would have been know, fine. You, yeah, you're you're doing fine. I mean, and uh, actually, we had the um, I forget his name, Cordoba, isn't it? That he's a five star skill Bundesliga objectives player, right? Striker. So he's quite a good player if you want someone for say first owner objectives. Uh, you want to grind one of the uh, objective players he is pretty decent because he's got five star skills but he's only three star weak foot which makes him a bit less kind of meta and allows them to feel like they can put him into objectives so if they'd done something like that with Bianbiani, i think that would have made loads of sense but yeah not sure why i didn't do that i do think that quarter card is good um if you're looking for a player but he's not going to like do the job get you elite in weekend league or whatever but he looks kind of fun i mean he's got really high strength and aggression I do understand the concept as well with uh, Biabiani is that they're bringing out back a player that you know that was very relevant a few FIFA's ago, yeah. and and that's also a little problem I find with these kind of like players that are that being chosen for the foot birthday. So if they would have gone back and chosen some player like Elkison or somebody like you know these players that were very popular, and then you know boost them and make these relevance for these because because most people back in the days they played foot for for skill montages. For me, uh, I was one of them uh, yeah. when Japes revolutionized the the YouTube scene. Uh, so then, you know, back in, in that kind of like era, it was, you know, all about the skill moves, who could score the most beautiful goal. And everybody was building these kind of like Brazilver teams and, mm. and gold teams with five-star skillers and, and try to do. So if they could have brought that back, I think a lot of more people would be a lot more satisfied in, in a way which which player they've chosen. Yeah, I know what you mean, Matt. This is a good question for you. Do you personally feel as someone who's played for a while, like it's a bit sad that we don't have a foot birthday which is all about bringing players back from the past because they've done it a bit but that used to be the real key focus of the promo yeah i think i think the only thing that you know maybe take into account is that you know players that people love from like really early fifas you know like your fifa 11s through to maybe like 15s maybe quite a few of them aren't now available in yeah, the ultimate team so maybe there's that issue that's starting to creep in so maybe that's the reason they're starting to sort of like revolutionise this this promo into something a little bit a little bit more current and up to date with the skill move and weak foot mm. upgrades. But no, I, I completely agree. I'd love to see, you know, if there was a way of them bringing back, I don't know, like Marlos or whatever from you know the FIFA FIFA eleven FIFA twelve days. You know, maybe an Agbonlo <laughs> oh, played FIFA twelve. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, don't say that. To be fair, Marlos <laughs> is actually in the game, isn't he? He's just Ukrainian, not uh, Brazilian. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Of course so, uh, he is. Yeah. They could downgrade him to seventy-four oh, okay. and give him like ridiculous stats. That'd be great. Exactly. You know. I, I think it has been a really good promo. We're coming up with ideas here, but to be honest, I think it's been one of the better promos. Would people agree this year? I'd say possibly. Certainly, a lot of them are at the higher end in terms of price, which is maybe the only criticism I'd have. Thinking of listeners who maybe don't play so much, they're probably less satisfied than some of us because the actual players there that are available to them are maybe not quite mm. so great as some of the other promos. But one card that is actually more affordable is that Malanga Saar centre-back card. The SBC should still be out when you're listening to this, and he's under 200k. I feel like they've ticked a lot of boxes here for me. Yes, he's a centre-back, but he's got five-star skills, four-star weak foot, uh, he's left-footed, high defensive, low attacking work rates, which I've found pretty helpful on centre-backs in terms of keeping them in position, although sometimes a medium does help them get involved in the build-up play a bit more. Of course, my favourite thing about him, though, is that he's got the stocky body type, which is actually, again, quite surprising because there aren't that many centre-backs with a stocky body type. And the presence that he has in game, having used him for pretty much a full weekend league, is really good. He's like, you know, your Boateng. He's hard to get around. He's a real unit. And that makes getting past him especially difficult. And I think really puts that seed of doubt in your opponent, whether they're going to be able to beat him or not. But the other good thing about him is he's quite flexible. Like with a shadow, which I was using on him, he's very quick. Can play full back, but I would probably avoid that because I don't think he's quite got the sprint speed. But actually, as a defensive midfield pivot, he was very good. He doesn't have outstanding passing, but because of his high agility and balance, he's pretty good on the ball. And he's very versatile. You can move him around without being too worried around the back line if you need to. But I definitely think his best position is at centre-back, where you know he is up there with your flashback David Luiz card because of that agility, which is actually much higher than that David Luiz, and strength and just general physicality and presence. And he's got good stamina as well. So, So I really think that he's a good value card if he's someone that's going to work in your team or maybe you're just looking to build up your kind of versatility in your squad in terms of having good French players available as there are so many out there then I would recommend him I think he's been really good and of course with that five star skills if you ever wanted to build an effective five star skill 10 man squad that could compete then he's a must have the one thing I would say is Putting in winter refresh Ariola to get him in basically lost me like three games this weekend. I feel like I totally forgot how bad some of the keepers are in this game that aren't the top cards. I used uh, Ariola at the start of the, the year, but uh, I, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Ariola, it's, it's like he has got no hands, that man. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's nothing worse than having him in goal. I was like, I, I, I cannot do this. I got I to gotta change to no matter what. So I, I started playing Ter Stegen of, of chemistry just... Because the pure fact that I need a keeper who can actually save the ball and, yeah. and Ter Stegen off chemistry is a lot better, nonetheless. I, I just couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. It was like, it was almost like he was pretending to be a professional keeper. He kind of like five <laughs> across for a ball, make it look like he's going to make a save, but the ball would just go straight past him in a place where, you know, he definitely wasn't actually aiming for. It was really funny as well because someone in the Discord was like, I always get done by Ariola. Like every game I play, like when it's Ariola, I know I'm in for a tough game. I never score. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll try him because he's going to fit in and I need a French keeper. Honestly, never again. And this is all because of that key stat on keepers' reactions. It's not reflexes. It's not the card stats. Like those are important, but chemistry boosts those stats so much. With a basic chem start, remember all those stats get a plus 10. Most top keepers are maxed out. If you look in game stats wise, and it's difficult to see this because I don't think you can see it in actual foot, but the reactions that that player has, that that keeper has, impacts their saving ability and this is something we discussed with the devs when we did our discussion around before i think fifa 19 and it is really important it makes a massive difference so that's why the top keepers have really high reactions are the ones that um perform well so just remember that if you're for some reason using Ariola and think he's good wow. <laughs> what if he listens to the podcast <laughs> it's good so then he knows how he needs to improve to get a better rating for yeah, the next year training, mate. <laughs> well, I'm 85 for next season, yeah please. and perhaps unsurprising we don't see goalkeepers in these squads for that reason really actually just a couple of players before we take a break um, I quite like the Costa. I think he's probably going to be really good. The Sanya as well. Tasty card. Um, <laughs> we've also got a pretty much massively improved Costa, the Brazilian left mid, because he's, he's got five-star weak foot. You know, he's always had three, so that's that's a huge change. And Paul Pogba, he's probably not Hullet levels, but he's, he's almost up there, I'd imagine, five-star, five-star 
is huge. Let's take that break. We'll all be back in just a moment. Just a quick note here, actually. I did notice as I went through, it sounded like a Scoldy was in the shower at one point. I think that was actually his other half either doing the washing up or perhaps washing our hands like we should all be doing. And actually, I guess that's an inevitable part of, you know, more people being at home when we're recording these pods that we'll probably get a, a few more background noises over the next couple of months uh, than we normally do. And actually, because many of us are confined to our homes and perhaps missing that social interaction somewhat that you'd normally get, I thought it'd be a nice idea to get the Foot Weekly Pro Clubs up and running. So there's a competition for bragging rights between Xbox and PlayStation, both sides playing 10 games in pro clubs and seeing who can get the best record. Xbox won the first one, um, but we'll have to see how the next season goes. So if you are listening and you're a gold or above patron, you can join that. It's in the Discord under the play section. And actually, if you are listening to this and you're a supporter, you should be listening to the ad-free and early version, which you get via your patron feed. And I guess that's a good point to plug for anyone who's listening. If you can, there's no better time to support the podcast. You can do that from just $3 and get all the bonus podcast content. That's more than double the amount of podcast over at bit.ly slash more pod. So bit.ly slash more pod. Right, let's get back into that second half. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Welcome back after the break. Japes, you missed your break last week. How, how was that one? Oh, I, I don't even know how I survived oh, a week. I Without the Foot Weekly pod and without the <laughs> aforementioned break, it just, you know, it, it really centers me and sets me up for a, a positive week ahead. I was intrigued, actually, and I forgot to ask this during the break. How was um, shaving your dog? Oh, my gosh. So I actually, it took us <laughs> three and a half hours. And um, well, she's a 60-pound dog, right? We'd never done it before. We, we learned a lot of lessons, but, like, ultimately, it was fairly successful oh nice and so i was able to kind of tilt my computer to where i was able to record it with my webcam so i'm putting together a little uh i don't want to say like a time lapse but a very sped up version that i'll I'll send out to some family members (laughs) shave um, to power because it's it's just exactly (laughs) exactly let's get into it then a longer content section gameplay stuff in the extra time podcast i wanted to bring us on to talking about a player that was actually in last week's team but a lot of people have asked about over the last week and he's obviously a popular card despite his like what just over a million price tag and it is uh alan sam maximin scoldy you're a man who knows his gameplay and have used this card a fair bit so what are your thoughts on him he's really really good actually Mm. um what i love about him is actually he has the high low work rates Mm. uh, and for some reason this allows him to get in this kind of really good positions on the wing uh, which which i really like uh, then of course he got the 97 pace, so he's he's quick. You know he's the, he's the perfect kind of winger you want. Uh, then of course the five star five star, which allows you to to go either either way and and finish. I would say you know the way he's like you, you cannot really push him over because he's just running so quickly. Mm. He has 99 agility, 94 balance, uh, dribbling 98. It's just like it's like a really weird card that seems you know it's a little bit like it's glitched mm. because whenever he's running he's just perfectly controlling the ball you're trying to tackle him and he somehow he just dodges all the tackles like he was like he was um, he was out skiing <laughs> so not just getting past everybody you know i know what you so mean it's... he's got this like weird ability to hold on to the ball because i used the man of the match version the 82 and even that felt like messy levels of ball retention it was it was mad yeah it's, it's just really ridiculous in the way how he's like keeping managed to keep the ball and you know never really managed to fall over and and if you tackle him he's just going to be basically just you know running past you or you know somehow getting the ball with him anyway so you know the pros love him i've uh, i've spoken to i don't know how many people but he's just been unreal how many people have spoken well about about this this guy does his passing let him down? Like, what chemistry style? I I need more details here. <laughs> if I'm gonna shell out the ever seemingly rising cost for El Gucci, <laughs> or what would what is the French version? Le, 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 <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> no, so I, I use the, like the dead eye on him because the dead eye is, you know, you don't need any more pace. He has 94 dribbling uh, and to boost the shooting and the passing, you use the dead eye and, and this kind of like boosts up this, this abilities. Mm-hmm. So he gets like all around 90s, I guess. Let me just check real quick what, uh, let's see, dead eye, what it says. With the dead eye, he gets 94 shooting, 90 passing. So he has 90 of all the top abilities, which, which makes him even more an, a threat offensively. So, Scory, like on the topic of uh, St. Maximin, uh, as another option, obviously we've got this uh, Stevie Bergvine uh, as an SBC out for the rest of the year. Obviously got five-star weak foot, not got five-star skills, does have four-star, so not as bad, or not as good, but still pretty good. And he does come in sort of at 360k, which is near enough a million coins cheaper. So I was just wondering, sort of, how do these two cards compare? Obviously, both that right wing position in the Premier League. Uh, I haven't used Birdvine, unfortunately, but as I said, looking at the stats, uh, they they look very similar. But I think it's just something with, uh, like, the Birdvine card, it looks looks quite. But I used the, I think it was the 86 one, I think I had as a super sub for a while. And, you know, he felt a little bit sluggish on the ball. Uh, contra when I've used the the normal uh, the normal Saint Maxim card, it's a little bit more quicker because I think he's he's smaller and you know it's just something with smaller players in this game they feel more comfortable on the ball. While Bergvin he's about five ten he's not the biggest guy but he I think he has this kind of like bigger body type. Uh, but I played one guy with him and you know he's actually he's he just kept running down the wing and and somehow this guy is like he's, he's very hard to trip over as well. Mm. So he's it's a nice budget version I would say. Mm. But if you have the coins, I would I would rather go for the five star five star with uh, with Maxim. But if not, if you enjoy maybe your Spurs fine, if you have a Dutch team or something, it's it's more suitable maybe. But as I said, it's not a bad card in a way. So so I can absolutely recommend it. Yeah, I think you're also paying for links as well. Obviously, that's Saint Maximin being French. You know, you've got a lot of good French strong links in the Premier League. You know, a lot of people I've seen have, have used that team of the year Kante with him, and obviously does link with that Mbappe as well, which is very popular. Whereas Bergvine, you know, not as many good sort of Dutch attackers that you can exactly. utilize. So you, then you got to go with like Cruyff, for example, or if you have the Hullet yeah, one. Definitely. But if you have Hullet, you most likely have R9 and those kind of players. So you have a different kind of budget to, to operate. But uh, mm. what I would say otherwise is that you, with the St. Maxim, is that you can actually link him with the foot, uh, foot birthday Sissoko as well, which, which makes it even yeah. pricier in a way, I would say. And then we just had, hot off the press, a uh, Valencia Rodrigo for birthday item with five-star weak foot, four-star skills. And, you know, he's he's actually a bit of a cult classic in terms of uh, past foots. He's, he's been a good card for a little while, not really used this year. So I guess he fits with the Japes criteria. And he actually looks pretty decent. I think he's probably about 250k-ish, maybe a bit more. Does anyone have any strong feelings either way on this card? No, it's 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 a really fun card. If you, as well as we spoke about before, here is uh, with, with as I mentioned with these kind of like cards that was a really good card from the past. Mm. Uh, so I think it suits in very well with that, and you know he gets in a nice little boost, uh, fun off meta card that that can really become a meta card because you know he has these kind of stats that makes him a good striker. So it's it's definitely a good card, and for about two hundred k, it's totally worth it. Yeah, and so this is another card as well that doesn't expire, which I have to say, I think this is a really positive thing, Matt, that they're doing in terms of not having cards expire. You know, big miss for a lot of people, the Icon SBC thing. But if they can get yeah. some, actually, I mean, he's not, you know, anywhere near an Icon SBC. But if they can be bringing out players for people to complete um, with their fodder that are actually viable, question marks over cards like this. But it, it does make a lot of sense. And I think it's nice to see. Yeah, definitely. I think, as you said, that the sort of like the grindable SBCs that mm. we missed sort of like in the icon SBCs has been a, a really big miss. So having cards like this, you know, they, they could obviously release some some better ones out there. I know you've had like uh, Hazard and, you know, you've obviously had that Bergwijn that we mentioned earlier. But I think, yeah, if they if they went into FIFA 21 with this idea of releasing non-expiry SBCs for, for popular cards that you can obviously grind over sort of like division rivals rewards, as you say, putting that fodder into the SBC over time. I think these kind of cards, they could become more and more popular. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a good idea. Yeah, and this is the first time, and this promo is the first one where they've actually had cards from the promo not expire. So that's, I guess, a sign that they're kind of ramping up the uh, SBCs that don't expire, <laughs> which is good to see. Oh yeah! By the way, if uh, if you haven't tried it as well, if uh, there is another card that is also non-expired, which is the uh, the Ogbonna card, hmm. 
And and this is a really really good card. I I recently got it this weekend for my my PlayStation team, and I paired him up with Van Dijk. Uh, and I'm currently going 15 and 0 on, on PlayStation. And I have to just say, Ogbonna for me has been unreal. It's like mm. David Luiz, uh, the 90 card, but one step above because you know the pace, and he's so agile, and you know he, the way he just intercepts everything, and he's quite big as well, which makes it an unreal card, I would say. Yeah, he's also very similar, I think, to a player you've used a lot, James the Boateng, right? Yeah, as my my Twitch chat, maybe it's more than just my Twitch chat, but people like to call him the boa constrictor, um, <laughs> which <laughs> fun, I guess. But he uh, he's wonderful, and so that, I don't I don't need to hear about <laughs> this Ogbonna card, Scoldy, because I have an untradeable David Alaba from Shapeshifters. I have Alfonso Davies. I have Jerome Boateng. I do have that David Luiz though, and a team of the year Allison that just sits on my bench because I did the flashback noise and i don't feel like i'm sure ogbana is amazing mm. and i think he is a wonderful spc to have introduced and no expiry is fantastic but i for me he's going to be a, he's going to be a tough sell sell just by the the nature of my yeah. team yeah that's the thing isn't it you know but the great thing is that you're not forced into doing him in a short window so you don't feel pressured into it which i think is according according good. to scaldi yes i am <laughs> yeah but yeah no he's a good card i like him a lot i think he's a, also left footed is nice and that's the other thing about Saar as well he's left footed so there's a, a, a kind of sh- not that many left footed centre backs it's not super necessary but um, it's always nice okay let's wrap up with some content stuff I think one of the things that is quite interesting on this and uh, we wanted to talk about market a bit more Parker asks with the introduction of so many possibly end game cards where are you splurging these days are you spending less on icon forwards for example to get Pogba in and are you willing to drop a team of the year midfielder um, for that 5 star 5 star Mbappe it's really going to depend on an individual basis for all of us, what we're kind of doing with our teams, what we're up to. But this does make me think about a lot of other questions around this and around what's coming in the future. But the fact that there are so many of these really, really top cards, which I, I think we've said, you know, quite a few of them are end game cards, which to be honest, it's not always the case at this time of the year. I certainly don't think that we've had the volume of end game cards that we've got right now in any other year do you think that will have a knock-on effect well it should have a knock-on effect but i guess the question is how much of a knock-on effect will that have on like your top icons which are very expensive well that's the thing i think i don't really think you can compare these cards with the top tier icons purely because of the disparity in price i think you know your r9s your sabios your hullets all of those guys you've sort of just got to put them in a in a different bracket altogether in terms of like the beyond end game cards you know there's sort of like a bracket of attainable end game cards and unobtainable end game cards i think fuck birthday cards like you know yeah your saint maximins yeah your mbappes your bales all those your pogbas they're sort of like the top end of the attainable cards you know they're a few million coins most players can sort of get around that that coin level not many can get around the sort of levels where you're spending you know 10 million coins plus on a single card so i wouldn't really i wouldn't really sort of class them in the same bracket so i don't think these mm. birthdays will have that much of an impact on the on the top tier icons i think you know the people that can afford the top tier icons they're going to go for them um obviously the people that don't have as many coins they're, they're sort of looking towards these cards is there also a point that no matter how effective these foot birthday players are the fact that they're just more common and so they're cheaper even if they are better than some icons your icons are always going to have like this massive premium because they're icons they're rarer they're they're linked to everyone i guess like you know they're never going to replace an icon card are they because they've got quite unique elements to them yeah, I think as well, there's always sort of like that that hidden aspect that a lot of people sort of discuss when talking about icons, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the icon card type, you know, do they have hidden stats that make them even better, all that kind of thing. Um, I just think, you know, when talking about desirable cards, icons are always going to be at the top of the mm. tree. You know, if people have got the option of, you know, selecting, you know, a 92-foot birthday Pogba and, I don't know, like a, a 94 Mateus, I think maybe more people will go for the icon i don't know maybe that's just my maybe opinion that changes though as you know 
that is that five five star five star that surely could encourage more people to pick him up but i think it is also about chemistry as well isn't it so yeah obviously it's a new card as well you know new card height we always talk about that so there's always the chance that people want to get new cards into their team we'll, we'll have to sort of consider that as well if, if you're looking as well at these icons for example you can never really compare anyone to the 90 or 93 Hulit because there's just something about his game aura that makes him playing by himself it's you, you can introduce all these kind of cards, Pogbus and, and everything with these kind of 80 plus stats, but whatever I do, it seems like there's nobody who just compares to, to Hulit, for example. Mm. Have you tried that? I sort of like that, that hidden effect mm. in game, where it's just, that's what Hulit does, you know, it's, it's like a, I don't know whether people like, have played like NBA, but it's like a specific animation set for a certain player that makes them better than everyone else. It's not specifically stats or traits or anything sort of measurable. It's sort of like that just specific thing about that card. You know, FIFA, it might be like body type or things mm. like that that just make them that little yeah, bit Yeah, there's also this thing that I guess like, a lot of them have very high reactions, don't they? And there's a couple of in-game stats which they tend to have over other non-icons. But I think you're right. And certain players do have their own kind of like animations uh, running style-wise. I mean, obvious ones, Ronaldo, Messi, etc., and body type. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that can make a difference. Certainly be interesting to see because that Pogba is nowhere near as quick as, say, the Hullet cards. But if he had had, like, plus 10 pace, would he have possibly been better? For the, for the first time, maybe, this year, I have felt so much less inclined to include any icons in my team since, like, team of the mm. year. Maybe mm. like icons felt necessary at the beginning of the game, but mm. now I just like I have Zanetti in my squad, and that's mm. it. And I don't and like I'm oh no, I picked up Baby Zidane because I needed a uh like kind of a Wait, icon link to get Griezmann in. Did, didn't two weeks ago you told me <laughs> never to do Zidane in my life? <laughs> yeah. like here's the thing i picked him up because i had the coins to do it i'm playing him at right mid like do you want to do baby zidane to or do you want to do that many icon swaps to play them at right mid in a three back like that's not that fun a little bit different there you know what i mean so i um but anyways the point the point being i find myself trying to i don't want to say like not incorporate icons there are just so many good options Mm. and fun players out there that the only reason that i end up using icons is i just need a the icon Mm. link like there's there's no reason beyond that for at least for me to feel like i need to have icons in my squad do you think that that might be just down to you know how expensive these top top tier icons are like do you think people are purposefully you know, trying to convince themselves, oh, no, I don't need an icon because how expensive they are on the market and how much of a chunk of the budget they would take up for a lot of people. Have you seen how many coins Japes has? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean no, 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 maybe, maybe. I, I, I don't I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time thinking that, you know, it's worth it to go out there and, like, I had uh, Prime Moments Thierry Henry, who was, I don't know, around 4 million coins, but, like, Dude, I would rather pay 1.5 for Antoine Griezmann's foot birthday, mm. like any day of the week. So I, maybe, I don't know. It's just, it's a really, really weird mm. one. That is actually quite interesting. I do think it will be fascinating to see where prices go over the next month or two when we're going to see like a lot more foot birthday caliber cards come out and team of the season especially is going to introduce so many top cards. Like where those icon prices go, you know, will they drop to the levels that we saw last year with the fact that icon SPCs were in the game. A lot of people will say that they won't, but I'd certainly be interested to see what happens. Um, Matt, I wanted to ask you, Team of the Season's on its way, and it's a time when prices tend to go down a lot because there's a lot more cars introduced onto the market that are very competitive, and we also see uh, a lot of packs being opened. When are we going to see that, would you say? And obviously, things are quite different this year, but what are your thoughts kind of around that? Um, And then we can talk about uh, sort of the market implications yeah yeah sure i think obviously the big question is as you say when it's mm. going to happen obviously you know football's been delayed across the world due to you know the don't know whether people have heard about <laughs> the, uh, the ongoing situation but yep so yeah the big question is when it's going to be you know 
in the past we've had sort of very set dates you know end of april start of may so people sort of base their sort of team selling mm. off of that um this year with it being a little bit more unpredictable i don't know whether we'll have as much sort of like market panic before the promo just because people don't know if it's coming in terms of prices you know when we get more information you know you will have a little bit of selling here and there as people try and get coins ready for for packs all that stuff you know it's, you know what happens mm. we've been over this many times throughout the years um in terms of what will happen to icons the thing is two two things could happen you know you either have team of the seasons that come out and you know they'll have a they'll have good supply but they'll still be the the best sort of as you say most attainable end game cards you know let's say icons are just stupidly mm. priced so you could have team of the seasons being even more expensive than ever this year compared to previous team of the seasons or you know maybe we we have that situation where the supply is too great to the point where you know team of the season cards are relatively attainable this year maybe people sell their icons to build full team of the season teams or get in the best team of the season items maybe that does sort of bring the price down for those cards a little bit so um yeah we'll wait and see on that mm. um i'd like to you know hopefully get some team of the season news through in the next few weeks you know whether we'll have a few promotions to sort of tie us over mm. until you know maybe a little bit later in the year maybe they push it back until june time i'm still debating whether they release it you know april may time but um yeah i think we just got to wait for more uh more information and see how people react to that i'm working off the assumption that the seasons won't get started again until late in the summer or at least until the point at which fifa becomes like less relevant to people as the new games on the cards yeah. The new game may be delayed itself, which is possible um, because of the dev time that's needed to to do that. But I doubt it, especially as we have next gen a couple of months later. <laughs> don't forget, and mm. they'll want to do their double sales. I'd imagine of, of selling yeah. you know, to to hey. both consoles. Uh, <laughs> Wait, speaking of speaking mm. of next gen, this is way jumping the gun. Obviously, FIFA releases before next gen releases. What's the play? Mm. What are you guys what, doing? Are you going next gen? Or are you are you not? Are you? Oh, is there cross compatibility? Like, yeah. Well, so in previous year, they just like literally you had. Sorry, when we had the previous switch between the consoles, I mean, you literally had the game releasing, you know, as it would normally. And then a couple of months later, you had the game releasing for the next gen console and it was different. Mm. So you have all the stuff that you had on the previous gen. But uh, yeah, you have to buy the game again to get it on the next gen. So, it, I mean, I, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens. A lot of people, remember, won't switch over, I would have thought, until next year as a result. So, you know, mm. is that going to fragment the market? There's loads of things to discuss around this and we can cover that in the summer when there's less to chat about generally. Um, there, there's a lot of questions I have as well regarding it, you know, with the competitive season, which console will it be on? Yeah. Uh, will it be cross-console? It's, you know, all of these kind of aspects that that is like, that wasn't a thing last time, was it? I mean, you know, that wasn't the competitive scene when this last happened. So not the same kind of one, I would mm. say. It's not. It's not the same with the foot champions and everything. So how would it be like? Are you gonna have people qualifying on Xbox One and and the new mm. Xbox and and you gotta combine it or you know it's it's gonna be a lot of questions that yeah in terms of competitive they they gotta make it straight very quickly. Yeah, I think I think we should definitely talk about it. Are you making us table this? <laughs> I would like to do some oh more research around gosh. what happened last time and also do some digging <laughs> yeah. into like what that's fair what's more likely to happen this year and and things and it'd also be good to know what's going on around football and whether we get any news about maybe fifa launches being delayed i mean we normally start to get info about that you know at the end of team of the season or around then so but for now though uh team of the season's on its way my point that i was getting to around team of the season was i would assume it's gonna happen at the same time i just don't see them bothering to change the schedule when it's unlikely that the football season finishes before foot 20 becomes kind of irrelevant so assuming it happens at the same time if people have players teams i always encourage people to play as much as possible with the teams they enjoy and not necessarily just be at the whim of the market and sell players willy-nilly because often that can come back to bite you and you just don't enjoy the game and what's the point of that but there has been a bit of a rise in the market overall at the moment Matt I'd say things have gone up in price recently if people were looking to kind of maybe go a bit untradeable for a bit is this quite a good time to sell how long will they have to wait do you think maybe a month until they buy back yeah potentially um I think a key will be if we get any more promotions in between mm. Now and uh, now and team of the season, you know, usually once we sort of had the, the sort of end of March, start of April promotion, it's sort of like a, a little gap until we get team of the season at the end of the month. 
So yeah, I don't know whether they'll try and fit in one more promotion, potentially. Mm. We'll have to see. You know, there might be a little uh, cheeky loading mm. screen once the once the birthday promotion ends. We never know. They could could come out with something completely new. They've done it this year with shapeshifters, so they they could throw something else in there. We'll have to see. In terms of investing advice, what you can do, I think team of the week moments. There's always some good moves to be made in sort of like the cards going out of packs, especially cards that like SBC fodder. Um, I know the likes of Yago Aspas did very very well this week. Um, I think you near enough doubled in price from 10 to 19k on PS4. Obviously with the mid icon SBC out, so you know if there's if you see that team of the week moment squad and there's some sort of like you know 85 to 89 rated fodder that you can get into in terms of like the base gold cards there might be some good options to to look out there to sell sort of thursday at rewards or over the weekend as people get on and complete sbcs but yeah as i say as ben said you know i wouldn't go off sort of selling teams and all that i wouldn't go and necessarily panic sell just yet we still got three to four weeks minimum i'd say before we're, we're getting into team of the season so you've got a, a good few more weekend leagues to to go and complete to to get those reward coins in ready for uh, all the packs to be mm. spent great and uh, i think that probably wraps us up around content i know there are a few questions that people asked we didn't actually have that many questions so i thought oh i'll ask again for some more questions because we'll probably get through most of them and then you all sent in loads of questions which means we're not going to get through all of them but i'll try and ask them in future weeks i've left out the ones that are kind of more relevant to the future rather than right now i know matt you've got to shoot i have indeed yes but thank you very much for joining us it's been a pleasure to have your insights where can people get more of that as we head into an interesting time for the foot market follow me uh, at matt foot trading on twitter i'll be putting out a lot of content over the next few weeks to get people prepared for team of the season with predictions and whatnot so yeah just follow me over there yeah super interested to know what happens with the lack of a european team in the tournament we've got a few weeks that ea will need to fill with something a bit different for now though japes and scoldy will stay with us for the extra time podcast where we'll talk gameplay your questions and much more you can get that extra time episode along with double the amount of foot weekly podcast action for just three dollars a month this podcast is only possible with your kind support so if you can support, please do, and you'll get plenty of great perks in return. You can do that over at bit.ly slash morepod. So that's bit.ly slash morepod. And as I said, a huge thanks to all those supporters and to those icon patrons. Shane W, Thomas, Dave B, Alan G, Hunter B, Alistair, Martin M, Chris W, Matt L, Anthony R, DJ FIFA Player, David S, Hugh J, Robbie S, Tom B, Paul S, Yannick H, Stephen F, Andrew L M, Gateo, Nick Jack M, Christopher R, Damon H, Tenacious C, Jonathan P, Paul, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Adam W, Pobius, Jeff B, Andrew T, Roger D, Dan W, Jason B D, Matt H, Alan M, Savage P, At Pace of a Tortoise, and Sam M G. A huge thanks again for your support and making this podcast possible. I'll catch you on the next one. you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.